they were visiting family. It was a vacation to reconnect with loved ones back in the homeland. Uh, a couple from Livonia, Zakaria and Leila Alarishi. And it just happened. Timing was that they were in the Gaza visiting family on October 7th. It has been a long four months and a flight to safety for them. But that flight has ended successfully. We want to check in with attorney Nabi Ayad. He is the founder of the board for the Arab American Civil Rights League. And we welcome into JR Morning. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Mike. Thanks for being with us. I, I, I So you... Just give us an update on their health and their well-being and what they have gone through for the past four weeks. Yeah. Well, you know, you can only one can only imagine the hell that they had to endure uh, for uh, three and a half weeks with bombings all around them, uh, their neighbor's house being blown up. Uh, they go from one area to another, uh, and as they see death and destruction all around them, uh, it's something out of a movie, but it's not a movie. It's actually real life. And uh, you get into a certain point where literally there was no food, there was no water. Uh, Zachary Alarashi was uh, forced to drink uh, salt water. <clears throat> As you know, the, everything was uh, cut from the supplies there in Gaza. And, uh, I mean, they we have voice messages thinking, telling us basically they don't think they're going to make make it, make it out alive. Uh, you know, we, we at the Arab American Civil Rights League are working around the clock with the State Department, with the embassy, with our legislatures, to do all that we could, even brought a federal lawsuit to try to get our government to uh, uh, implement their uh, influence over our greatest ally, Israel, and another ally of ours, Egypt, to allow United States citizens to be evacuated from that region, uh, what I call the hell zone, uh, for the last month. Attorney, uh, I understand that they were denied entry um, into Egypt several times. Were they denied because Egypt would not let them through or because they were being harassed by Hamas? No, it was basically, uh, it was the Egyptian border that would not let them through. Um, they were told numerous times by the State Department, grab, grab your, gather your things and go to the border. They went there on six different times only to find the border closed. Uh, they would not allow them exit. Uh, for whatever political and humanitarian concerns that were in that region, they simply would not let them out. Uh, and then we finally got to a stage where they finally opened the Rafah border there in Egyptian uh, on, the, on the Egyptian section to allow some nationals from around the world to be uh, 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 let out. And unfortunately, only two out of the 400 individuals from around the world were United States citizens. And we were calling upon our government to simply just do more, use your influence over your greatest ally to and, and Egypt to allow them to get out. And thank God, uh, Friday, uh, they were finally let out. Uh, at one time, they were only letting the husband on the list, not Layla, the wife. So the husband said, I will not leave without oh my, my wife God. here. Mm. So they had to delay for a little bit, number of, uh, about another day before finally they were both allowed to uh, uh, to be uh, let out. Um, Mr. Ayad, we've seen horrible videos coming out of Gaza, and I'm just wondering the sentiment within Gaza of these innocent civilians, do they place blame on Israel or do they see Hamas as a, a sort of a horrible occupier within that area as well that's creating all of this and, and led the October 7th uh, massacre? Well, I mean, listen, there's, you know, people need to understand, uh, you know, 99.9% of uh, Gaza is not Hamas, you know. Uh, these are individuals that are militarized, Hamas 
and the great, great, great majority of the Palestinians uh, and the people in Gaza do not believe uh, in, in, in that conduct to a certain degree. However, you know, having a certain number of group of individuals, a very small group of individuals, does not give the right to any country or any nation to have collective punishment to all hundreds, tens of thousands of individuals to kill innocent civilians and children. We have to be mindful that out of the 2.3 million individuals, 50, half of them are 15 and younger. 75% of them are 25 and younger, meaning you're basically blowing up kids. Uh, so it is as if somebody from Detroit uh, does a conduct, some gang out of Detroit does something, and the governor decides to you know, blockade uh, Detroit and just start bombing the hell out of it. You know, and do this collective punishment. It's wrong. It's internationally. It's under. It's a. It's a. It's a war crime under international law. One cannot do that. Of course, everyone feels for the hostages. There's hostages on both sides, and they should definitely be there. No, no one could justify any kind of civilian innocent life lost. And our hearts go out for the Jewish uh, brothers and sisters are stuck, you know, in the hostages and the families of lost loved ones, and our Palestinian brothers and sisters. Well, I'm I'm curious, Attorney Ayad, what would you have Israel do? They were invaded by 3,000 terrorists. They took 1,400 lives and committed atrocities that shock us. And I thought we were past the point of being shocked. So what would because they do in a military situation, you do need to soften the target before you send your troops in to defend your homeland. What what, what would you have them do? Well, I have them do, do special ops, whether it be political or special ops, to get these individuals out. I mean, how can you justify just you know uh, carpeting the whole area, which is one of the most condensed in the world? You're killing your own hostages in, the, in, the, in that process and killing many, many, many civilians. And now we're up to over 10,000 innocent civilians that have been dead, most of them children. Okay. The fact is that you do your special ops, you do your, your, your political base, you, you take these individuals out how you're supposed to, because at the end of the day, they still have to go through those tunnels. They still have to go through and get these hostages out. That's what Well, not if you drop do. the tunnels and turn them into rubble. You don't. But, but you're also killing your own individuals, and you're killing 10,000 innocent civilians. Okay. With, what was that sub? Violence begets violence. Very quickly before we lose you, the Biden administration has said that it was doing everything it could to get these Palestinian Americans out of there and that it was Hamas that was interfering with their extraction. Is there any evidence of that based on your experience thus far? Sir, I mean, of course they're going to put that news channel out to justify, you know, the innocent bombings and killings of all these No, no, no. It's the Biden administration that was saying that. Well, well, yeah, the Biden administration administration cannot even have the Israeli government cease fire so allow, to allow United States to, United States citizens to get out of there. I mean, it's, 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 uh, it's a shame that uh, the most powerful nation in the world has to succumb to another state to tell them basically when and when they well, can get out I've got to let you go, but did, did you have any evidence of Hamas interference with the Palestinian Americans trying to get out? No, not at all. Okay. That's, I mean, I think it's really significant to, to nail it down. Uh, Attorney Ayad, thank you. We're so happy they're safe, and we'll welcome them home. Thank you, sir.